This is Fire News Now, bringing you news and information from around the fire service. Proudly brought to you by the NEP Media Network. It's Tuesday, February 15th, 2022. I'm Grace Underwood. Seven Chicago firefighters were injured after authorities say a flashover occurred in a house fire over the weekend, throwing several of them off of the porch. The blaze broke out just before 3.30 p.m. on Saturday in the city's Roseland neighborhood. Authorities say three firefighters were in the house and four were on the porch when the flashover occurred. Authorities say all seven firefighters were hurt, but the injuries aren't life-threatening. Chicago Fire Commissioner Annette Nance Holt spoke to reporters about the fire. And they reached its ignition temperature. And once it got a source, it just kind of goes. Everything lights up. And it's the energy and force behind it that push. The Chicago Fire Department said Sunday that all seven firefighters have been treated and released from the hospital. The cause of the fire is under investigation. Four Buffalo firefighters were injured and a mother and her two-year-old daughter were killed in an early morning fire Monday in Buffalo, New York. The fire broke out around 1.30 a.m. on Weiss Street in the city's Kaisertown section. Officials say it started on a lower floor and spread up the staircase, cutting off the victims on an upper floor. Buffalo Fire Commissioner William Ronaldo spoke to reporters after the fire. The interior stairs leading to the second floor were completely burned out. So at one point, after several minutes, the crews had to be evacuated and an exterior attack was mounted uh, through a second story window, uh, which turned out to be the bedroom window. And just inside that bedroom window is where the, uh, the victims were found. Two dogs were also killed in the blaze. The four injured firefighters were treated and released. The victims have been identified as 31-year-old Stephanie Schultz and her daughter, Stella. They are believed to have died from smoke inhalation. The cause of the fire is under investigation. An elderly man is recovering from serious burns to his hands, feet, and face after he was rescued from a multi-alarm fire that ripped through five buildings in Jersey City, New Jersey last week. The fire broke out just after 4 p.m. Friday and quickly spread to nearby homes, displacing more than a dozen people. Officials say a resident in his 70s was pulled from his burning home by a neighbor and a police officer and suffered third-degree burns. New York's WPIX 11 News spoke to Jersey City Fire Chief Stephen McGill at the scene about how quickly the fire spread through the block. They're all buildings. They're all connected. It's connected by a cockloft, which is a void above this, that top floor. So we have five buildings damaged. The fire was placed under control in about two hours. The cause of the fire is under investigation. San Francisco firefighters rescued a man and several pets from a quickly advancing fire Saturday afternoon in the city's inner Richmond neighborhood. Three multi-story residential buildings were involved in the blaze, which was first reported around 1.45 p.m. More than 100 firefighters responded to the fire, which eventually went to three alarms. San Francisco Fire Department Lieutenant Jonathan Baxter gave an update from the scene. We know that we currently have four individuals displaced. We expect that number to rise. During this fire, one individual was rescued and taken to a local hospital. That adult male is expected to be okay. Three dogs and two cats were also rescued during this fire. One of those cats, Napoleon, a picture of which can be found on our 
Twitter site, at SFFDPIO, remains missing as Napoleon was seen running from the fire. The man rescued from the fire was said to have non-life-threatening injuries. The cause of the fire is under investigation. The highest-ranking woman in the FDNY is getting set to lead the department while New York City's mayor decides who to tap as the next commissioner. The New York Post reports First Deputy Commissioner Laura Cavanaugh will take over as acting commissioner when Daniel Nigro retires from the top job on Wednesday. Cavanaugh joined the FDNY nearly eight years ago and was sworn in as Nigro's first deputy in 2018. She spoke of her dedication to the department at that swearing-in ceremony four years ago. Like all of you here today, I share a dedication to this department, to its mission, to its members, and to the city of New York. So while I cannot offer the most admirable form of bravery, putting your life on the line as our members do every day, I can commit to being a brave leader. Mayor Eric Adams has not yet decided who will lead the department on a permanent basis. And now, a message from NEP Services. NEP Services presents Adapt or Die. the 2022 Adapt or Die Conference. Adapt or Die. Advanced communications training for leaders and emergency responders. With an incredible lineup of speakers from the worlds of public safety, organized labor, politics, and beyond. Adapt or Die. And introducing keynote speaker, Cody Gandy, from Jocko Willick and Leif Babin's Echelon Front. Now, when I first came on board, I heard Jocko and Leif talking about default aggressive. Immediately registered with me because in the Marine Corps, we utilize the bias for action. And now, bias for action, what that meant was to be aggressive. Aggressive in every single thing that we did. March 10th to 11th, 2022, at the Mirage in Las Vegas. Visit www.neptraining.org for more information and to register. And now, back to the news. Minnesota's governor has signed a bill into law that once again presumes that frontline workers who contract COVID-19 were infected in the workplace. Governor Tim Walls signed the bill on Friday at a Brooklyn Park fire station. The legislation extends the presumption law to May 2023 and fast-tracks frontline workers to get the care they need through workers' compensation. The previous presumption law ended at the end of last year. Minnesota Professional Firefighters Association President Scott Vendise thanked lawmakers for quickly passing the legislation. We needed help. You responded. This law was our 911 call for help. The law covers several frontline workers, including firefighters, EMS workers, and law enforcement officers. Firefighters in Cleveland, Tennessee, are walking more than 150 miles to Nashville in support of legislation that would make post-traumatic stress disorder a diagnosis presumed to be related to the workplace for firefighters and EMTs. The bill bears the name of Cleveland Captain Dustin Samples, who took his own life in 2020 after serving the department for more than 20 years. The walk will take place over the coming days and is in partnership with the 303 Project. The organization was founded by Samples' wife and co-workers to raise awareness about the mental health of first responders. Cleveland Professional Firefighters President Jeremiah Millian spoke to radio station WCLE about the walk. Firefighters diagnosed with PTSD, uh, the diagnosis we recognize as an occupation, uh, occupational injury. Uh, they can receive payment for both medical care, lost wages, uh, and it also allows firefighters to use a PTSD diagnosis to qualify for workers' compensation. 
Yeah, so it's going to be, uh, it's going to start Monday, the 14th. Uh, these guys are going to be leaving from Station 5, which is the station that Dustin was stationed at. Uh, that's Free Will Road. Uh, they're at Candy's Lane and Free Will Road. They're going to start walking at 6.30 that morning. Uh, first day is going to be an 11-hour walk to downtown Chattanooga, and uh, it'll continue on. So it's an eight-day walk. Just know that with, with PTSD and this bill, this is part of the mission. This is not where it stops for us. Uh, the International Association of Firefighters, the nation, uh, and the 303 Project, uh, we got to change the culture of the fire service, the stigma. We've always been that tough guy, you know, that, that tough guy stigma in the fire service. You know, right. you come out and say, hey, I've got something wrong with me. You know, you, you're looked down on or you're not fit for the job, that kind of thing. We're, we have a mission to change the culture, to fix this, and, and let guys know it's, it's okay to not be okay. And finally, television and fire stations across the world were tuned in to the Super Bowl on Sunday. But one Virginia firefighter viewed the game from a different perspective. Renard Cox has been a firefighter in Richmond for six years. But before he donned his bunker gear and fire helmet, he was wearing a different type of uniform. Cox was signed in 2000 by the Arizona Cardinals. He bounced around in several leagues before he got to play a season with the Jacksonville Jaguars, providing him with memories that last a lifetime. Now, Cox lives out a different childhood dream as a firefighter. The 43-year-old spoke with Richmond CBS affiliate WTVR about his love of the job and his past in the NFL. I love it. I love I love putting this uniform on every day. I, I do my best in the locker room, putting on my gear, you know, getting ready, prepared. I love it here. If you ever been at this station, time out, 12:51. When tones go off, it's like a rush. This is one of my dreams as a kid. I used to come and frequently play in this district, so it's like home. Richmond Fire is is not just a team, but we're a family. It could be three, four o'clock in the morning. Tones go off. I'm wide awake. Oh, it's go time. It's go time. We talk about uniforms. <laughs> Helmets might be my, my favorite thing, I swear. <laughs> it was either play football or get caught up in the streets. Football, for me, it, it wasn't a job. It was a way of life at one point. You see this face? You see this face? This face was ready for war right here. <laughs> that was my goal. I want to hit you hard enough so that you might not want to catch the ball again. Actually, Jacksonville team back then was amazing. We had Mark Brunel, Fred Taylor, Jimmy Smith, Keenan McCardell. Was I pinching myself? Every day, every day. You have to be mentally ready. You have to be mentally ready every day you come in here with fire is a lot more dangerous and you never know if you might come home. I, I'm a uniform guy. I, I don't know why. Um, I made my dream come true. From the NEP Media Network, this is the February 15th, 2022 edition of Fire News Now. Thank you for tuning in and remember to subscribe to Fire News Now wherever you get your favorite podcasts. You can also reach us at nep.news at nepservices.com.